0: Welcome to Parenting Today's Teens, a daily podcast that provides stories, insights, and wisdom to help you as a parent gain a deeper relationship with your team. On today's episode, Mark Gregston and Wayne Shepherd dive into a topic that will challenge, encourage, and inspire you as you parent your team. Let's listen in. Today, we're going to talk about the problem when a teen gets out of control and how that affects their siblings.
1: You know what? It's amazing to me that that 60 kids live with us but there's probably about 160 kids that are represented as brothers and sisters yeah, of those kids. Right. And they go through a tough time. I mean, I think they go through withdrawal a little bit. And then I think they go through a little bit of intense scrutiny when that problem child leaves and now everything's focused on them. You know. But this is what I tell parents all the time. It's important that you not let a child who's spinning out of control take all of your attention. Quick story. I went duck hunting. And uh, while I was out duck hunting, I shot a duck and it went down. (laughs) Ducks maybe aren't worth anything. And uh, I focused on that. I started walking through water and uh, focusing on what I thought was important and holding on to what I thought was valuable, my gun. Uh And then I stumbled and I fell and I started to go under. And I had visions of drowning because I was wearing these big waders and I was about in waist deep water and 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 that's the point sometimes parents focus on what they think is important and what they believe to be valuable and sometimes it's that child that's spinning out of control that they start to go under with other members of their family mm-hmm. because they lose sight of what is truly truly valuable, and that's other kids in your family as well. And so I think if we can spend some time talking about how to engage with those other kids so that they don't miss out on the attention that they need while you're dealing with a struggling teen, we can help some parents today.
0: Mark, what we're talking about today is illustrated by this question. It comes from a parent who listens who says, My daughter's abusing alcohol, attempted suicide a year ago, has no respect for authorities, having sex, sneaking out, smoking, the list goes on. I don't know where to turn, and she goes on to say, "You know, this is having an effect on the younger brothers and sisters."
1: Yeah, and and it's almost how do I protect my younger children from my daughter's inappropriate actions? You know, I hear I hear questions like this all the time from parents. They become so focused on one child, they forget about the other two because what that child is doing is they're setting an example about how to get attention from mom yeah. you know or dad and so these other kids are learning so there is an influence that's going on
0: well it's understandable how it, and why it happens Absolutely, but you have to guard against that's it that's right
1: you do and and you know at some point i think there needs to be a reality check you know you can't control or isolate your younger children they're going to see things and if they're going to see things i mean you you can't control them any more than you control Uh, your own teen, but you're going to have to live together. And at some point it may be, and I think it's important enough to to say, you know, if you're going to influence the other kids in the family, you know, and we're going down that path, then I can't have you continue to Mm. be here or to live like this. At some point, a parent's got to set their foot down and say, i will not allow this to continue we're not going to live like this anymore somebody says well you know we can't afford to send them off to another place or we can't do those things you know what you can do is say i'm not going to allow this to happen and i will not support you with your cell phone with gas in a car with insurance Mm -hmm. i will not pay for these extra things i won't pay for your clothes i will not do these things if you continue this way it's not because i want to control you It's because you are having an influence on other people's lives that you don't understand. And we're not living this way anymore. And the child may say that I'm leaving. Hmm. You know what? That may be the best thing to happen. You got to stay firm about that. That's right. Now, it may be, you know, if they're 17 in some states, they can do that. It has to be 18 in other states but you have a lot of leverage with kids and it may be a time where you go i am i i need some help from the state i need some help from my church i need some help from other people around me that can come in and engage with my child and help them understand we're not doing this anymore and you can't support it any longer
0: how often have you seen it that, that younger siblings will will uh, act out what their older siblings are doing
1: a lot you know i mean i always say that that we're helping 60 kids that are with us but we're really helping another 170 kids Because if the family issue continues, then there's patterns of behavior that those other kids will follow and they'll end up living with us as well. Mm. And so what we do is say, okay, if we can change mom and dad's concept about how they engage with their child, help them put some new parenting tools in their parenting toolbox so that they can use, then they won't have to go through this again with their other children. Oddly, a lot of the kids that live with us are the older sibling. And it's amazing to watch. And so there's a sense of disappointment. There's a sense that, that parents are scared to death. If, I, if this has kind of blindsided us, we might be blindsided again. And I tell them, you know, you're absolutely right. Unless you change your ways, you're going to have the same situation happen again.
0: Do you ever find it that younger brothers and sisters are scared by what they see in their older brother or sister?
1: Well, they're scared, but they also realize that this is how you know my brother or sister is, is, is trying to function within our home. I think what it does is it exposes the way that mom and dad handle conflict, it exposes problems within the family. and so these younger kids get to see it earlier. You know, I, I think it's unfortunate the, the way many of these things are handled, but I, that's why I tell parents you need to handle it well because your other kids are learning. yeah, you know, and if you and if you don't handle it well, the fruit doesn't fall that far from the tree mm-hmm. it's going to happen again
0: i can see the tricky part here is what do you say to the younger members of your family
1: well you know I, I think i think the first thing is is that you talk openly we have a problem and i know that you see this and i know that you know that we're struggling and we're trying to figure out what to do and we don't know what to do but we're getting help you almost build up a an arena of hope that a child realizes that let's identify it so we don't go down this same path. And you can also say, in that openness, you know, we made some mistakes. And because we made mistakes, we're not gonna make mistakes a second time. Mm. You know, I mean, fool me once, mm-hmm. shame on you. <laughs> fool me twice, shame on me. And so you talk openly. The second thing is you talk frequently. I think there's got to be time uh, around the dinner table when you're with the children that aren't having the problem, that you talk openly about the problem.
0: In what level of detail, though?
1: Well, I I, I, I don't think you go into a whole lot of detail. I think you speak in general about what they see because they see conflict. They see mom upset. They see dad frustrated. They see that that maybe they don't get to do some things because of the way that somebody is acting. They they see a, a sense of mistrust. They aren't able to participate in discussions around the dinner table. They're witnesses to yelling and screaming occasionally. They're witnesses to disrespect and disobedience and dishonesty. So you have to talk about those things and say, okay, Here's why your sister, this is why your brother is getting into trouble. And if we can't solve it, they can't be here. We've got to do something different.
0: Do the younger ones often act up because they're not getting the attention, all the attention is going to the the problem child, so to speak? You know,
1: I I think it does happen that way. I I think that while you've got to spend some time with that out-of-control teen to try to say, okay, how can I help you and get to a better place and don't stop, You've also got to spend some time with the kids that aren't out of control and maybe help them understand that, that um, you know, you're just as important. You know, Chuck Swindoll made a comment years ago that, that has stuck with me and for years. I, I mean, I must have heard this 35, 40 years ago. Hmm. He said, no one person is more important than the family. Hmm. And you can't allow one person to destroy it for everybody else. I know, well, that doesn't mean you take them out back and shoot them and get rid of them. <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not saying that. But you have to do something that limits their, their effectiveness on everybody else and the way that they rub off on everybody, because you don't want to have to deal with that again. If it's constant yelling around the dinner table, then your other kids are missing out on an opportunity to engage with mom and dad in a way that they should engage with you and one another.
0: Have you seen that when there's a troubled teen in the home that the parents kind of come down hard on the younger ones, hoping to avoid (laughs) the same track record, you know?
1: Yeah, because they think that those kids are going to do the same thing and they don't want to go through it. And so what they're really doing is punishing the kids for the actions of the older child. Uh Don't do it, mom and dad. If there's a problem in the structure of your home, yes, change the structure. Develop a belief system that says, this is what we believe, here's our rules and here's our consequences. But, But don't take it out on the younger kids. Are they're gonna harbor animosity toward you and also to their older brother and I know sister. that's not easy.
0: It's easy that's to true. say, but it's, it's really oh, I hard. I know,
1: I know. It, but, it, but it really starts causing some problems with the younger child because now they're being unjustly punished and, and they don't understand that. Start now giving age-appropriate responsibility and every year give more and more freedom to those kids. You're helping your child make wise decisions. You know, and here's the other thing. Stay on course with your out-of-control teen have that belief system, be consistent, keep moving toward your teen, you know, help them understand consequences for continued behavior, and let them know that if something doesn't change, there will be a change within our home. Everyone wants to be a part of something that's making a difference. Our residential counseling center is changing the destiny of families and teens on a daily basis. And one might think we're crazy. Other people think we're absolutely nuts, but I tend to think that God is leading us down a path of living with teens that we could have never seen our family doing for almost 35 years. Heartlight has been a place of help and hope for 65 struggling teens, a place half the kids would tell you that Heartlight has kept them alive. Heartlight is nestled in the beautiful piney woods of East Texas outside of Longview. And Heartlight is a setting dedicated to provide a respite for families seeking new tools for their parenting toolbox as they raise their teens in a very conflicted culture. And this year-long program for teens is therapy-rich and professionally staffed to offer teens the transformative environment that they need to make changes that they desire you can help us make a difference in the life of a family and bring light to the life of a teen whose life has been pretty dark. To find out more information about Heartlight, please go to heartlightministries.org. That's www.heartlightministries.org. The number of times that That we've had families send one child to us and the other child somewhere else is amazing to me. Really, that's how they've kind of decided to handle it because they're so close in age. They start working together and they work against each other. Okay, you know. But the other thing is that you know I, I think the impact of one child when they start to misbehave, it causes parents to start to look at how their home is structured. And they have to ask the question, okay, is something wrong here? Are we doing something wrong? And I think it, it, it's uh, reflected in the question of one of these emails that we got.
0: Yeah, it says, my teen has rejected God and refuses to go to church. Now my son, who's two years younger, says he's rejecting God too. How can I help the younger boy keep his faith?
1: Yeah, yeah I think you have to step back a little bit as parents and say, okay, are we requiring our child to go to church, which is a good thing? At the same time, I would encourage parents, train your child, let them start making decisions. If you have total control of them at age 12 and you want them to become responsible and independent at age 18, let them start making decisions. And church may be one of those things. You know, Instead of maybe saying, as for me and my house, this is how it's going to be done. Maybe saying at age 16, we want you to go to church, but you choose at age 17, go where you want. Mm. At age 18, you know, you don't have to go if you don't want to. But if you don't go, will you join us for lunch? Yeah. Now, what that's doing is giving the child the opportunity to make decisions so they can flex their decision making muscle and and make some good choices. It's also keeping them from using what I call the faith card, you know, to play, to show me that they have control of their life. I'm giving them control. And so what happens is I may not have that lined out well with one child, and he's rebelling. And I may want to say, you know what? I'm going to give in here. I'm going to give him the opportunity where he doesn't have to go to church so that he doesn't reject God because he doesn't want to go to church. But the second point of it is, is I tell the other child, look, when you reach this age, you're going to be able to do the same yeah, thing. Yeah, that's and what do I was going to ask different.
0: you about. Because the younger one says, "Hey, so and so doesn't have to go to church. Why do I have
1: to?" That's go? right. Because you're not 16 yet, or you're not 17 yet. But when you turn 17, you know you get that opportunity also. But right now, I want you to go because this is what we're asking from you.
0: Another email from a parent listening: My 15-year-old daughter is sneaking out at night. Her younger sister knows about it, and my teen actually asks her to lie about it for her.
1: Yeah. You know what? I think that's going to the younger one and saying you've been put in a terrible position, and and the the issue here is not you telling us. The issue is we don't want you to lie to us. You know, lying and deception destroys relationships. So fight for the relationship. You know, the fact that she got put in that position is awkward. Mm-hmm. I would go to the older daughter and say, look, don't ever put your sister in that position again, or there's going to be greater consequences. Now, if the child's sneaking out then you have to review and say, okay, are we doing something wrong here? Do we need to change our curfews and our issues with allowing them to go out? Are we too strict? But if you're not, it may be a time to say, okay, tell me what's going on because we're not going to be doing this anymore and we've got to change it up because you're affecting the rest of the house.
0: Thanks for listening to Parenting Today's Teens. For more information, you can visit ParentingTodaysteens.org, HeartlightMinistries.org, or markgregston.com. Join us back here tomorrow for another great episode. We'll talk to you then.